0: I found it interesting, Jim, started off talking a little bit about even spiritual healing and all. And it's very interesting when you really start to look at how it really works. Like today, even announcing about the changes we have coming up here, like a new place and letting go of the house. I could feel this energy also of a sadness of letting go of this place we've been gathering. I can feel it literally right in my sore plexus, kind of in the heart area, right in this area here this literally like a physical pain. And as I was doing the meditation, I wish I had your meditation. I was just working. (laughs) I would've got on Pegasus and gone for a ride. (laughs) Instead, I was sitting here dealing with some pain. You know, and it's interesting though, but even how it reflects in our bodies, but the body's just a reflection of that energetic consciousness that we're living and creating in ourselves. And these energies though, They just move according to that divine flow of our creativity as a soul. The soul is made in the image of God, a divine creator. So we're all creators. Good or bad, we're creators. Painful or pleasurable, we're creators. And that's part of how it goes. But it's always funny, this process of letting go, how we always seem to have such a hard time here and the pain it causes, the grieving process. Why is it like that? Isn't it funny like Jim was even sharing how Jesus did healing? Did Jesus really do the healing? Did you think did you hear Jim say Jesus did the healing? Or did you hear him say Jesus went around and assisted them to let go so that they could have their healing? That's what I heard. And that's the interesting thing here. A lot of what I've learned over the years, and even all this right now, that literally there can be physical pains, emotional pains, mental pains, all these different pains. And I always find it's always what causes the pain is often the the hanging on, not wanting to let go, having a hard time letting go. That's what I have found creates the pain through that struggle. Because whatever that is, something inside of us is wired in this animal consciousness, a fear of loss a fear of losing control. It's always losing, lost, loser, right? There's even all that kind of stuff. We don't want to be losers in every sort of way. In every sort of way. We think if we lose something, we are, what? We judge ourselves as losers, but for whatever reason, there's something associated with this process of losing something or someone or some experience that we have mentally, emotionally, and physically. I don't know why it is that way, but it is that way. And here it was, us sitting in meditation going through that and looking at all this and it's like, my gosh, and when that often goes on, it's so funny because in here we talk about LAF and how to really let go and open to the loving, but yet when we're actually, each of us individually in the process, that's the challenge, isn't it? That's the challenge. When we're in the midst of the process, And we try to work with the loving, try to work with the acceptance, try to work with forgiveness, trying to move through the pain. And that's where we often run into the process of, God, please just take it away from me. But yet there's a really important part, just like Jim shared. These are opportunities of experiential learning. God doesn't just take these things away because there is an experience and a learning that comes with that experience. That's very important for the soul's journey. Very important. And so every time I come up to that and find another process I'm going through or somebody else that I'm working with is going through, I always still to this day find that so interesting. Golly, why is it so hard to let go? And isn't it funny? I think probably most all of us in here already know now, when we finally do let go, how liberating it is in the pain that goes with it, how free we feel, the experience of the joy on the other side, and then all of a sudden we start to blossom or open up, and then good things start coming our way again. But yet when we were shut down or holding on and in the pain, all the doors were closed. We are stuck. We just wanted to get things moving. We wanted to change our experience. We wanted to get rid of that pain. But yet here, if you understand the true meaning of spiritual healing, as Jim said, spirit wouldn't just take it away. But what spirit did is give the support and assistance to take the action step for us to have our experiential process to learn from. And then through that, the healing takes place. The letting go takes place. The freedom comes is through the process. Through the process. You know, it's like that phrase, it's the journey, right? Not the destination. Well, maybe it's all of it. But if you realize it's important to walk the journey, to allow yourself to move through the process, that that is where the soul is having its experience to learn. And that is what does the healing, that gives the freedom that's how the soul gets liberated from all of its attachments and bonds in this physical creation is to walk through it. And it's walking through with loving, with acceptance and forgiveness. That's why we have that laugh acronym. Keep it simple. You work with just even those three qualities, one one of those three is going to work no matter what your situation or circumstance is. But when you walk through life with loving acceptance and forgiveness, you're going to set yourself free. And that's also how you now create the space to give God the opportunity to now come in and walk with you and assist you with the process. But if you don't do that, just as you're a gym sharing, well, God's waiting, and we're sitting here waiting, and God's waiting. So we got to do our part. And in doing our part, That's where we begin to see the miracles, the healing, the freedom and the liberation, the awakening take place. Because a lot of those things we're hanging on to are also the very things that are blocking our greater awareness of our oneness with God, of that spiritual awakening that we're seeking. I don't care if it's spiritual seeking you're uh, wanting, spiritual awakening, or if it's trying to let go of the pain and get healing. It's the same process. Is this where you're looking? You're looking to either to let go of something or you're looking to move towards something. Either away or towards. That's simple. It's the same process, so you're going in the same motion, the same direction, regardless of you're looking behind you or looking in front of you. That's why we talk about the river of loving. It's one river. It's just a movement of loving. That's it. Where are you viewing though while you're in the river as it's moving? Well, see, when often when we're looking to the past is when we're in the pain and we're holding on. So instead of the river moving us along our life's journey, we're holding on to a branch or a rock in the river, not allowing that river of loving to move us along on our journey. So this part of letting go or forgiveness is a big part of the journey of spiritual liberation, of spiritual awakening. And so we need to really look at that But not just look at it, but look at how we participate. What are we doing inside of ourselves with this action of letting go? That's another way to say liberation. To get liberated, you need to let go. But then also, you need to let God. It's all together. The funny thing is, it sounds like two different things. Just this world, polarity, left and right, let go, let God, inside, outside, up, down all these polarities, these dualities. But in truth, it's one action. It's one river of loving. And all it is is where we're participating in any given moment. It doesn't even matter which side of the coin, so to speak, you're looking at. It's called handle or work with whatever it is you're looking at in the moment. Because sometimes we're looking backwards, so we need to really learn, to wrap up, to maybe evaluate, which is learning to contemplate a little introspection on it. And at some point, though, we need to wrap it up. In other words, not reminisce on the past, not to reminisce on the past, but rather to look and learn and to let go. In other words, to forgive. Because it is not until we forgive or let go do we allow God now to move us along this journey of life or this river of loving. And guess what? When you do that, God will then turn you around and I'll face the direction that you are going, which is back into spirit. Not just your next physical experience, but your next spiritual experience. And sure, there's the physical reflection, the physical experience we're going to walk through, but that's just to support us, to trigger or to stir within us that greater movement that's taking place inside of ourselves. So if we ever look back to the inner experience and realize the outer is just there to support that rather than to look to the outer for some type of spiritual movement, well, that's just doing it backwards. Just turn around. That's all I'm saying is turn it around. But realize there's a process of turning around, of letting go, of forgiving. And in that is where we'll see the healing take place, the freedom take place, the liberation of the soul take place. And then we'll begin to see or have that spiritual awakening to really know that divine essence much more fully. I know a lot of us say, well, I don't have much of any inner experience. Well, maybe part of the inner experience is to also now love, accept, and forgive and let go of the things that you're hanging on to the things you don't want to lose. Isn't that funny? You don't want to lose. Well, maybe it's time to be a loser. Literally. Loser, lover, light, you name it. Because that's part of the action. Because for the soul to wake up and get liberated, you got to let go of the things that would keep it in the darkness, that would keep it attached to the world. And that's not always easy. That's why I was saying when I started. You literally feel physical pains, mental and emotional processes that go on. But rather than making those things wrong, why not look at them as our indicators that there's something now up for us to learn and to love? Because that's all we need to do. But often the learning takes place to the loving. If we're busy making it wrong and judging the process, Well, not only are we going to keep ourselves stuck and held back, but we're not going to learn what the opportunity is there for us to learn either. It takes a willingness and an openness to do this. Letting go, I know, is not easy, and it is often a painful process. Let it be that, but also allow yourself to now move with it and not stay stuck in it. That's the key is not to stay stuck and allow yourself to keep moving forward. Because life is going to change. Even if you're not willing to change with it, it will change. It's a lot easier to get with the program, so to speak, and go along for the ride. To go along for the ride. Whether you ride that River of Loving or you take a ride with Pegasus, you're going to have some experience. And that experience is going to teach you something but are you willing to look at it with eyes of loving and openness and willingness to learn from the experience? Or are you gonna judge it and make it wrong and condemn it? Because that's what a lot of us do. (coughs) Even if it's not experiences or people in the world, we make ourselves wrong or judge ourselves, which shuts that part of us down as well. That's what keeps us stuck. It's not that God's not supporting us. It's what we're doing inside of ourselves that doesn't allow God in to support us. But that's even a big illusion too. But I won't go on that because that's a real mind game. That'll really mess your mind up. But eventually you're going to have to let go of the mind too. And that's a big one. The mind wants to hold on and control everything. For the mind to let go is a huge fear of loss. Just losing control is a big thing. Big thing. Somebody just recently said to me, oh my God, I'm losing control of my mind. And I'm like, that's a bad thing? He said, good for you, all right. Not realizing the mind is that part of this physical creation that keeps the soul trapped. It's a big trap. But if you understand the trap is just a big game and you learn how the game works and then you just play the game, You can actually have a little fun with all this. And then it is a game. That's the playful innocence to become childlike to enter the kingdom of heaven. Childlike is the playfulness. It's playing the games. Kids love games. Isn't that so interesting? Why do we love games as kids? And then as adults, we play games, but then we are out to win at all costs because we don't want to lose. Why don't we want to lose? Well, that just takes us back to where I started now. Why don't we want to lose? You're a sore loser. Yeah, because it hurts. That's right. Well, now you're not become a a joyful loser. Become a joyful loser. Or reframe it however you want to. But look at the process. Most of us try to avoid pain, push it away, get away from it, not understanding that that actually prolongs it and holds it to us and keeps us more so in it actually creating more pain or prolonging it. The sooner we'll face it and look at it and work with it, the sooner it'll begin to move and we can find our way into that greater freedom or at least less pain. Well, less pain, maybe the flip side is greater freedom. Well, look at those stories. I love the stories how Jim shares, but I hope you understand a lot of the learning and how you can see your own story in your own life and how that works for you because there's great value there but it's important to have the understanding of how it works so that you can now work it that's a lot of what we do here in the sharings and the q a's is to really give that opportunity to gain that greater understanding of how this really works and how can we work with it because it is so invisible or intangible to the mind the emotions and the body but yet so known to the soul. But the soul has been asleep to that because the mind, the emotions, and body have blocked that awareness. And all we're doing is waking that back up. It's a really simple process. But it does take some time. It takes some learning. But then when you get that, there's a lot of fun along the way. But you gotta be willing to work with the pain Funny thing is, it's just letting go. There's not really much of any work there. Not much of any work at all. The work is really the understanding and how to work with it. Once you have that, then now it's just living. It's just living in that flow of loving. From moment to moment, day to day, experience to experience. Doesn't even matter what the details are. Once you understand how it works, then you just live in the moment and work with it.